This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. December 13th, 1941. San Francisco stands ready to evacuate should the need arise. Max Lilienthal of the San Francisco Civilian Defense Council says plans are in place. There's no need for panic, he says. There is probably a fair amount of panic and certainly a lot of tension and nervousness all up and down the West Coast. It had been less than a week since Pearl Harbor. The Battle of Los Angeles, the absurd episode that followed the only instance of Japanese bombs falling on California, that was more than two months in the future. And San Francisco, with its harbor and its military bases, was a natural target. We must expect some heavy blows, one Chronicle headline said. The police were training citizen air raid wardens. They were all to report to Civic Auditorium on Sunday the 14th to learn about their duties. General John DeWitt was the commander at the Presidio. He had blasted the city's poor showing during the first air raid warning on the night of December 8th, about 36 hours after Pearl Harbor. He thundered, Death and destruction are likely to come to this city at any moment. The people of San Francisco do not seem to appreciate that we are at war in every sense. He said it might be a good thing if the Japanese bombed the city. Might knock some sense into people, wake them up. Now, four nights later, the general was pleased with the effort of Friday night. I am gratified by the striking improvement in contrast to earlier blackout attempts, he said. It is evident that the citizens are striving now to do the job well. Police Chief Charles Dulay said, we'll do better next time, but we've come a long way. Officials spent Saturday night working to correct the errors that had been reported by rooftop watchers during the blackout Friday night. The watchers said they could see the lights from radios that were near windows. They could see matches being struck and lit ends of cigarettes when people smoked on the sidewalks. They said that people leaving home without turning off the lights was a glaring problem. After all, if you leave the lights on in your house or your apartment, your office, your hotel room, and the blackout signal comes while you're out, well, it kind of kills the point of the whole thing. And flashlights. People were using them in their houses and on the blacked-out streets. That was creating a twinkling effect that could be seen from above. Officials urged people to create a blackout room where they could go and turn the lights on during a blackout. Emergency vehicles were an issue. The city's health director said that ambulances were being hindered because soldiers and air raid wardens were stopping every last vehicle. Doctors also complained they couldn't make emergency calls. That used to be a thing, kids. Doctors would come to you. It was known as a house call. They were unable to do that because they didn't have permits to drive during the blackout and they didn't have any equipment for shielding their headlights. The director of civil defense reminded people they could be on the streets during a blackout, they just couldn't drive a car. For that reason, he said, consider leaving your car at home when you go out. That'll cut down on the chaos if a blackout's called while you're out there. The city was planning to crack down on people who defied the blackout Get caught driving during one? Automatic reckless driving charge. The cops asked for a night court to be established, not just for people who broke the blackout, but for people who took advantage of it. There was a report of a couple of safe crackers working in the East Bay on Friday night. Crowds had fired shots to put out lights that were left on. One local judge said he'd asked the legislature to approve capital punishment for armed robbery during a blackout. 
In a front page editorial, the Chronicle urged all citizens, be yourselves. It is true that nothing is as usual, the editorial said, and you may have to make accommodations, but you should carry on with your work and your other usual activities as best you can. You, each one of you, will help to keep the nation on an even keel by living your life, so far as you possibly can, just as you've been living it. That will stabilize morale. Give your parties, do your shopping, take in the shows. This country is not under a wet blanket. Be yourselves. The very first episode of this podcast, Not Your Century, was about the Battle of Los Angeles. It ran on February 25th, 2019. Go to your favorite podcast app and scroll as far as you can scroll to listen to it. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.